Hey guys, it's Kim. Welcome back to another episode of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Today I'm being joined by Kiana. Hey Kiana. Howdy. Kiana herself just got back from sorority recruitment. So we are going to chat all about that during catch up with Kim. I feel like you have so many juicy stories. Is that true? I have a lot of juicy stories. I have a lot of opinions. Oh, I have a lot of people that bothered the shit out of me. (gasps) So I have a lot to say per usual. I, I cannot wait. I do want to start out by saying, even if you are not in school at the moment, you can still apply some of the lessons and things we talk about during today's episode to your own life. We're going to be answering some of your questions and providing advice. We're going to be sharing our back to school essentials and each live reacting to one college themed Reddit story. Which you pulled yours, right? Yes. I can't. I, I honestly can't wait to hear your reaction to mine because it's like it's absurd. Well, and based on feedback from last time, you and I like can't agree yeah. on whether people are the asshole or not. So I don't know. This may be another situation like that. Well, we'll see. I know people were divided. Were and I'm. I still think about it often. So. Oh my god. The okay, yeah, and the rotisserie chicken. Oh my god. Um, before we jump into all the fun. Please make sure to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a written review. Give us a thumbs up and click that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. And most importantly, this is the most important thing because spreading the word about your favorite podcast means the world to us and helps us grow and gives us the ability to continue making more podcasts for you. The way you can most help grow this podcast is by sharing on your Instagram stories. So whether that's a screenshot of the podcast episode or a selfie of you on your hot girl walk listening, tag at my lips aren't sealed podcast on those posts and we will repost you. And it just brings me a lot of joy seeing those too. Have you seen those too? I love yeah, it. It's, it's fun. And then like, it's also just like so easy when you're cooking, like put it on your Google home Yeah, and like, there's no excuse. When do you listen to podcasts most? Mostly whenever I'm either walking my dogs or when I'm commuting since I go into the office all the time. Yeah. Like, so for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at the end, like when I'm driving home, that's like enough time for one whole podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever I do it most. Yeah. I would say the same. Mostly when I'm running errands, I'll put it on. It's like fun to go back in the car and listen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love that. All right. Are you ready to jump on in? Let's kick it. All right. Let's do it. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? I would love to kick off catch up with Kim, hearing all about your week. If people don't know yet, Tell us about what you do or what you what your involvement with sorority recruitment is because you're not a college student currently. I'm not. I actually exactly 10 years ago, I went through sorority recruitment, which is very exciting. Wow. Like a little bit of like a throwback. Yes. But like the overarching theme here mm-hmm. in all of my all the podcasts that I've done with you is that I don't have any boundaries. I say right. yes to everything. Yes. I do too much. And one of those things is, is that I'm an advisor at my old chapter at Texas A&M. And so this is like fairly new for me. This is my third year. And I wanted to do it like right out of college. But then I think that that was a little bit of like a high school hero thing. Like I think I still wanted to like be a part of the sorority. So I'm glad that at the time they already had someone doing this advisory position. And then I went to South Carolina. And whenever I came back three years ago, they reached out to me and they were like, hey, we know you're back in Texas. Like if you're available, we'd like for you to be a recruitment and marketing advisor. So they were keeping an eye on you. Like waiting for your return because you, you were highly involved when you were in college or? Yeah. So I was the VP of recruitment um, my junior year. And then my senior year, I was the VP of recruitment for all of Panhellenic. So for like all of the chapters, like I was the recruitment head. Like I love recruitment so wow. much. I love it. Okay. It makes more sense to me now why they wanted you back so bad. Because not only do I like really love the like event planning side of it Mm because it is like very frilly I also really enjoy the the planning that goes into the actual content of each of the workshops and how we're going to teach scoring and how we're going to create these rubrics around how we score these women that isn't just very service level Mm -hmm. and so like being an advisor so this is my third year the first year it was kind of a pass-off between me and the old advisor and um, I kind of thought that she was like leading the way and I was just going to kind of shadow her. And it turned out that it was like just a Kiana show. And so it was a fucking disaster. Like three years ago, I was probably the worst advisor of all time because I didn't realize that I was an advisor really. Oh, no. So I would say that like technically this is my second year. Okay. But so it's they have like a whole week of like work week, like spirit week slash work week where you're just like doing workshops all day, every day. You're practicing bouncing and clapping. 
and you're going over scoring like for people who don't know sorority life this is probably sounds so silly and all these terms you're using it doesn't really make sense I don't mean to cut you off but just to paint a little picture please do to paint a little picture when girls want to rush a sorority and if you already know this that's fine some people don't but when girls want to join a sorority or rush a sorority they have to basically audition and meet members of the chapter and go to all these different events in order to receive a bid which will get them accepted into the chapter so when kiana is talking about all the preparation it's not just a day of thing where the girl sh- where the girls applying to the chapter show up to the house and say hey i want to be a part of it no it's very planned out um you have to like have everything scheduled ahead of time you get assigned different groups that go to all the different houses you have to apply to every house also you can't just apply to one so because it's a mutual thing the house has to choose you and you have to choose the house yep so a lot of planning goes into this every sorority has an advisor who is an alumna right alumna or alumni it's i think it's an alumna i I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Has somebody who was in the sorority but has graduated come back to help the girls with the whole recruitment process because it's a lot of work. Yeah, because everything from like every single day there's a specific theme. Yes. And so how to implement the theme with decorations because like the house isn't even recognizable Mm -hmm. whenever you walk in. It's not the same house like you see day to day as a member. It's completely done up. So everything from that to like the outfits to like what are the specific conversation points that we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like everything is just so planned out. And I don't think people realize how much work goes into it. And how much money goes into it. A lot of money. Even just as a member, because I was in a sorority as well, how much money I spent on these outfits and hair and makeup, it's absolutely insane. So it's definitely checked for your outfit. Make sure it's good to go. Yes. So I will say it's definitely a privilege to be part of a sorority because you have to have the financial means to do so. If you are somebody who's going through recruitment or you went through it, you understand the pains. So Kiana celebrated it. Kiana went. I don't know know that celebrated is the way to say it because I was (laughs) definitely not enjoying myself the whole time. But you went to uh, help with the rush week process for these past two weeks, right? Yes. First week was work week. You know, it was essentially eight to five all day, every day. You practice, again, conversation points, what you're going to, you know, who you're going to be rushing, what you're going to talk about. Did you guys do songs too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My favorite one is like the, whether you're from way up north, deep down south, east or west, you are just the ladies that we like best. (gasps) Uh, It's the movements for me. Oh, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> the sororities put on songs. When you say it, it sounds <laughs> now, so stupid. Now that we're like saying it out, it sounds like really culty. Yeah, and like fucking awful. It's giving cult sorority vibes. And like as if Texas A&M wasn't a cult already. Yeah. Being in a sorority at Texas A&M. Yeah. Double whammy. Total double whammy. But we, when you are in a sorority, you learn songs and dances that you perform for the girls who are rushing to welcome them into your house. Correct. Um, I remember ours was like, <laughs> I was an alpha gam. Okay. AGD. So ours is like, we love the alpha gams. That's our sorority now and forever. We pledge our loyalty through all eternity. Our hearts will ever be true to the alpha gam Delta. It was like a whole ass That's thing. a fucking banger. Yeah. No, it was really good. I was going to say, some of these sororities like pop off with their songs. Well, and then you also do covers of songs too. So Stop. like, I remember, did you guys do covers or no? No. So like we did one. <laughs> it was like it was Kesha's Timber. Speaking of Kesha, we talked about this earlier. Stop. So ours that song Timber, it's going down. Okay, so we're going. Um, I think it was like it's going down. We're yelling, sisters. We're back in school with Alpha Gam. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a full thing. I'm so curious. So if you guys are in or went to college and you were in a sorority. I'm curious if you guys did song covers or did not do song covers because that was like the thing for us, for us. Which like that totally makes sense when you think about it because then like depending on what song's popular, yeah. you could have like this cool new door chant. Yeah. And like some of ours are fucking archaic. Yeah, I will say like it definitely ruins the songs for me now because whenever I'm out like at a bar or something and I hear Timber, I'm yelling sisters. Like that's all I can think. Or if we end up going to the Kesha concert. Oh my gosh. You're going to have a hard time. I, I gotta, Maybe you'll need to be an advisor hold so you can in. go back. I would love to be a sorority advisor. Really? I would eat that shit up. 
It'd be so much fun. Okay, we're getting a little okay, sorry, so sorry, a little off track, but you did recruitment. Lived in the sorority house for two weeks. You lived in the house and a little guest suite in the back. Did you enjoy it? It was kind of nice to be back and I would literally have to lock my door at night because like whenever you're an advisor, you're pretty much like on 24 seven. So whenever I have my, my three to four hours to sleep, you like lock the door. So Mm -hmm. it's like, this is my time. But I never thought that I would be up until 3am like weaving baby's breath into a sheet. Like, you know, just like it's crazy the things that you would do. Like, I think I was running off of like probably 12 hours of sleep total over the course of like three to four days. Because like wow. you have to submit your lists and then like you're decorating the house and flipping it. It was just a lot. But I genuinely can say that I feel like this year we have it down. Mm-hmm. Like I feel very good about it. But one thing that I just like can't get past is so preference night, which is the last night where you like make your final decision on what chapter you want to go to and the chapters do the same thing. Yes. So they made that preference last night and they won't know until Saturday. Because that's school starts a, today. That's a long time. So they're going all week not knowing whether they got a bit or not. Which. That would stress me out so bad. Most people like have a hard time even waiting like a whole day. Yeah. And they're going to have to go six days. Is this normal? Do they normally wait a whole week? No. This is the first year they're doing it. Because school is starting at such a weird time that they mm-hmm. typically have more time to have a whole entire week of recruitment. But between move-in day and when school starts, there's only five days. Wow wild but I on my notes here I did recruitment parentheses brown nosers decorating and wiener schnitzel okay so we went through decorating already and when it comes to brown nosers here's my next point I don't feel as if like as an advisor I do it because I love it I enjoy it I know what I'm doing but the amount of brown nosers and people who waste my fucking time I like and I don't feel like I was that way when I was that like when I was there in what way though because brown brown nosing brown nosing brown nosing means like kissing ass yeah, so, so like, I'd be sitting there, one girl would come and be like, okay, so I did this, this, and this, because but, but, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. Just get it done. Yeah. And they like- She just wanted like a sticker, like a gold star? Yeah, I think they constantly just wanted to be like uh, like affirmed, which like, I'm the same way. Like, I'm words of affirmation, but you're not going to get that from me. Like, that's just, I just not who I am. And so I'd be like, okay, great. Like, what's your next plan? Like, they would just constantly come tell me every single time they did something. And I'm like, I don't feel like I was that way. And then there are some people like this one girl, something fell on her foot and she walked up with me and in a baby voice, she was like, I hurt my foot. <gasps> and I looked at her, I said, get ice. Like I do not have the <laughs> fucking time for some of these people. Yeah. Grown woman talking in the baby voice. Correct. As for like the brown nosing too, it's like you mature and gain a lot of confidence after your college years. So I don't, I don't know if I was, I definitely needed validation from others in college. I know that for a fact, like I definitely was very insecure so I don't know if I would have gone to my advisor I never did that type of shit but I definitely lacked confidence so well, that's what I'm saying it's like I just like look at some younger people like even my younger sister who's 16 I look at her I'm like I don't feel like I was like that immature at 16 no we were we totally were which makes me really fucking email because like some things my little sister says I'm like one make eye contact with me speak to me like it's just crazy so I always like think that I was just like I guess I think that I just like came out of the fucking womb as a badass yes. with no issues yeah um which well you think wild. you're you think you're so grown up when you're in middle school high school and my sister and I were talking about this recently our mom was so strict with us like really insanely you don't strict mom vibes thank you you're so welcome she was honestly like psycho in high school I love you mom but she was crazy like, everybody knew like Kim Cobb's mom's it's crazy like that was like, like what thing. like give me some examples no going to parties no no drinking such stuff that that's normal but like uh couldn't have a cell phone I didn't have a phone uh no, in high school yes no social media no boyfriends which like obviously <laughs> just made me want it more like and no, I'm truly. just hooking up with guys in their cars in the parking lot <laughs> but very very strict mom and but now looking back it's like I'm glad she was strict because she protected me from like a lot of shit that I would have gotten myself into and she was a teen mom so she wanted to prevent that so is that what's the wiener schnitzel thing though (laughs) I have to know okay have you I think I've asked you about this have you ever had wiener schnitzel ever I don't think so oh no I think that's my death row meal is wiener schnitzel it's a chili cheese dog chain (laughs) and it's so fucking good I get the number two with cheese medium with a coke 
and one extra chili cheese dog on the side. That sounds delish. And it is so good. And so they only have one up north here, like 25 minutes north. And so I don't go very often. But there's one like five minutes from the sorority house. Oh, that's dangerous. So you know my bitch ass ate there like three times. And I, and it's just Was great. it more than three times? It was probably four. <laughs> was it more than so, four? Just four, I promise. But like, you, cause like, it's kind of one of those things. It's like an, like an unsaid thing. Like you pull into the parking lot with your food and like you eat in your car. Yeah. But then like, once you get about like 75% of the way through your meal, you start to fucking hate yourself. Cause you're like, I'm sitting in a car alone eating a chili cheese dog. Yes. In College Station, Texas. Yeah. As a 28 year old. And that all kind of, that kind of like comes crashing down on you and it kind of fucking hurts. Yeah. But um, regardless, I regret nothing. Only thing I regret is the fact that in the past two weeks I gained seven pounds. And so if you're ever ever wondering, yeah, yeah, if you're ever wondering like, oh no, how, how do I gain weight? I can't, I can't gain weight. Give me a call. (laughs) <laughs> eat four chili cheese dogs in two weeks and you should be good to go but each meal is three so 12 chili cheese dogs <laughs> wait <laughs> wait yeah you ate three hot dogs per meal <laughs> how big are they i mean normal hot dog size <laughs> i'm shocked are you shaming me no i'm not <laughs> shaming you i'm impressed yeah it's like three chili cheese dogs and then a medium fry. And so what you do is like when you unwrap the chili cheese dog, you like get the chili cheese dog off the wrapper with some fries. And then you stack some fries on the top of the chili cheese dog and you eat it. Okay. My mouth's I watering. Think, well, I'm starving right now anyways, but I'm just 12. No, 12 chili cheese dogs. That will give you the seven pounds you need to gain. Yes. That's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're I will welcome. share that on my story. No, you're so welcome. <laughs> if anyone's ever wondering how they can gain weight. I'll pick you up and we'll Let just head know. north to oh. Wienerschnitzel. Yeah, we should make a trip. We'll have to make a trip. Um, is that it for recruitment? You survived. You're back. I'm happy to have you back. I'm back here. Like I drove back last night and it's a very stressful two weeks. And every year when I get to this position, I'm like, oh my God, why the fuck do I do this? Yeah. Um. So last night when I was driving home, I literally just felt so relieved. Yeah. Ready to remind my dogs they have a mother. Oh, ready to like finally text my friends back and be like, no, I am available to play pickleball. So I am fucking back bitches. And I feel so good about it. I'm so happy for you. Thank I'm you. happy you're back and Thank you survived. You. you can, you can live to tell the tale. A lot happened while you were gone with me. Let's hear. Okay. Um, big news. And my podcast listeners are the first ones to know about this because I haven't announced it on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, like nothing. Cause I'm waiting until all my content is done. But as you guys know, I went and got my veneers done and my teeth look amazing. If you're watching on YouTube, they look so good. Right now I'm wearing my temporaries. So what they do is they, you figure out the teeth shape that you like. Then they put on these temporary ones to see that you like them. They'll make different adjustments and shave them down or, you know, shape the teeth how you want. Then they take new impressions and then they make you the permanent ones. And then they put those on one by one. So they'll look a lot more natural. I don't think I asked about this, but like, how do you decide what shape you like before even trying them on? They give you this book and it's like a smile guide and it has all the different shapes and smiles that you can choose from. You can also bring in celebrity pictures, teeth that you like for inspiration. Um, but it really just depends on like the teeth you already have and what fits your face. Because obviously like some celebrities have nice long teeth. I just don't, I have a smaller mouth, so that wouldn't make sense. But I went in with all my inspo pictures. I had Hilary Duff, Blake Lively, like I love their smiles. Not Ronnie from Jersey Shore? Not Ronnie from Jersey Shore. With his piano keys? Poor thing. Yeah, no. But I went in, my sister recorded all the BTS. I was so (laughs) drugged up. It's so embarrassing. What did I even say? I... All I want is just a USB. Just with that video? With, with, no, with just that content. Okay. I can do that for you. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> they turned out great though. I'm so, so happy with them. I'm so grateful. I partnered with the Hills Dental Spa and I will tell you guys more about all of that um, once I have my finals on. We'll chat more about it then, but I love them. It's your smile makes such a big difference. And I feel like whenever you first told me you were getting veneers, I was like, like, I don't think you need them. Yeah. But now that I see you with them, like just the sheer, just like 
width of your smile Mm -hmm. it like completely changes everything and I feel like it balances out my face more too like my other other teeth were like so small why are you laughing I don't know (laughs) (laughs) like I don't know why it it was funny for me for words I don't know why it was funny to me for you to say balance out your face like what do you mean by that well I feel like I have like big eyes but then I had this little tiny mouth (laughs) little tiny teeth little chiclets and now that my teeth are a little bigger I feel like it's just like balanced like I look like an adult now with like adult teeth so and I just like I love how you can see your teeth all the way back yeah uh it's I feel like I just feel a lot better more confident and I'm going to be sharing everything about the whole process on my socials so keep an eye out for that I get the permanent ones on I think in like two or three weeks so that's when I'll be posting everything and what's the recovery time once you get the full ones on oh, I'm ready to go like no yeah. pain nothing after I mean, I'm sure there's a little. It's like going to be tender. Sore. Yeah, because after I got these on, it was sore. But I didn't feel a thing during because I was so drugged up. Love. But this past weekend, it uh, like it's been challenging. Like they've been really. It feels like you're wearing like a really tight retainer on for like 24/7. Really excited though for the final ones. Pumped. So I'll be posting all the content. Keep an eye out. And then my last catch up with Kim. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you see that, or on TikTok or Instagram when I do the clips, you can see that. My whole space and setup is different. I'm moving, as I mentioned on last week's podcast, I'm moving in with my sister for a little bit and then we're moving to a mysterious destination that I have not announced yet, but I will. But I am selling all my stuff on Facebook Marketplace. I've sold everything except this couch, which I've been sleeping on for the past two nights. Oh my God, I didn't realize you don't have a a bed. I don't even have a bed. Yes. Is it comfy? It's really comfy. I just put my sheets. Yeah, I've, I've slept great on this couch, but I have nothing. Like I have my stuff in the bathroom, my closet, and then my dishware and, and food, and then this. And I'm surprised it. you even kept your dishware. Well, I want to get rid of it. I just haven't. It's it's a, so much work. Like I love Facebook Marketplace because it makes it so easy to sell things, but there's so much back and forth. Everybody wants to make a deal and that's fine, but it's just so much back and forth. I've probably had like 200 messages so far. And then some people don't show up and it's so frustrating. So I'll put something as pending and they don't show up. Mm-mm. But overall, the move has been going very well. I've pretty much brought all the big stuff over to my sister's place so far. And I'm just doing it slowly is a lot better than trying to get it done all in one day. Some would say that it's the end of an era. It feels like the end of an era. And I asked you earlier if you're sad and like you're not even like the slightest bit sad. No, no. I'm really proud of the fact that I lived here and I mentioned this on last week's podcast I'm really proud that I got this apartment on my own. I did it for two years. I'm, I love it. I've made a lot of good memories here, but I'm just not meant to live alone. And I'm like really excited to have the comfort of like a roommate and a, the presence of another person. When's the last time you lived with your sister? 2021. Oh yeah. Cause she's who you lived with before you moved here. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know yeah. why it's like been like since y'all were like kids or something. No, no. So we already went through the trial and error of living with each other as adults. We know what bugs each other. Like we already know the things. So I'm really excited, but that's been my, that's been my week so far. It's been crazy. I've had migraines. I've had, I've been sweating. It's also over a hundred degrees in Texas. So not the most ideal time to be moving, but gotta make do. I literally helped my friend move her grill from one corner of the yard to the other yesterday before I left college station and by the time I set the grill down across the yard, my shirt was soaked through right here. <gasps> Criminal. That much. Like, I believe it. Yeah. Cause even like just walking down to my parking garage and loading up my car, my whole head is like drenched in sweat. I can't. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I didn't catch up with Kim. Do you have anything else? I just have one thing that I want to talk about and ask you a question about. Yeah. Have you watched The Summer I Turned Pretty? Yes. I haven't finished them. Okay. So you've watched the first season? Yes. And are you on the second season yet? Yes. Okay, I I have been working so hard to try to get through it. Yeah. Because everyone talks about it. Everyone posts about it. And whenever I say that, like, when my roommate and I are trying to get through this, it's about, like, 9 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, like, I, th- I really think that we should push through and try to watch a few minutes of it. And it is, respectfully, in-fucking-sufferable. <laughs> season one is bad. Like, season one's not the greatest. Season two is definitely better. The belly character, I can't stand, personally. And, and you're 16. Th- stop going by belly fucking yeah. nerd yeah oh yeah we talked about this with maddie yeah it's i need to get through it there's a lot of hype around it we were laughing because there's team belly shirts going around <laughs> like american eagle is selling them and like we could not wear those shirts No, literally if kim and i wore it they'd be like no we know your team belly <laughs> <laughs> no no we fucking get it like <laughs> should we get them 
<laughs> literally Teen belly like no, if, i can't well i mean i've seen like skinny girls wearing it and they, they look all cute and their belly's showing and i'm like i couldn't couldn't no, it be like, <laughs> that's just like asking yeah to be made fun of it is respectfully yeah but no i find it completely insufferable and i just wanted to get your opinion on it um and I, just like, it's not a 10 out of 10 it's a good show to have on in the background it definitely mm-hmm. like distracts my mind and, and i like I like where they film. I think that's what I enjoy most is like seeing the beach and like makes me want to live there. Yes. Like I want to live in Cousins, but I don't want to live next door to Belly. Yep. Is Cousins a real place? I don't think so. Would you mind looking it up right now? Yeah. Okay. Jenny Han herself confirmed that Cousins Beach is indeed a fictional town. R.I.P. It's inspired by the Hamptons, Cape Cod and the Outer Banks. And Virginia Beach. It's like, damn, pick one. (laughs) Pick one. You got to pick one. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll put a poll on Instagram. Let me know if you guys are enjoying the show. If you are team belly or not team belly. If you like season one, season two, all the things and team Conrad or team Jeremiah. That's what I need to know. Cause I haven't gotten to that whole thing yet, but my comments, belly's insufferable. Her mom is the most negative bitch I've ever met. Jeremiah, I think is hotter than Conrad. Yeah. Um, Belly's friend, Taylor, is that her name? Mm -hmm. Bitch. Can't be happy for anyone but herself. Yeah. Um, She turns around season two. You're going to love her in season two. Really? Yeah, I love her now. I I was about to say, everyone's like, season two, season two. And I'm like, how the fuck did you get through episode one of season (laughs) one? Jesus Christ. I don't want to hype it up too much because I don't don't know if you'll like it then. If you'd really hate it that much. I just like, I feel, and I think that like the book was supposed to be a little bit cheesy too. And that's why it's like that. Did you read the book? No, but that's just what Maddie oh, told me. Yeah. And I don't know. She's just like, it is. I'm going to have to log some community service hours in order to finish it. Like there has to be an incentive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's all I have to say about that. You say the funniest shit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard somebody yeah, say I'm that. I'm the most noble bitch after watching that season. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it on stories. Let me know what you guys think. And now we are going to share our picks of the week. Oh my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Moving on to our picks of the week. Can I go first? Yes. Okay. So my pick of the week, I love the brand say it's S A I E. I think I have a little bit of a lisp right now with my temporary veneers on when I said say, <laughs> I was like, say, did you hear it or no? It, it's honestly a little bit like, you know, people have like very sharp. Yeah. That's how say. yours is. Okay. I love the brand say they're so cute. And they sent me a PR package with a few of their new products. And the one that I really fell in love with is their glowy, super gel, lightweight, dewy highlighter. I feel like all these products have such long ass names, but this is phenomenal. You can use it as a highlighter at the end of your routine, or you can use the whole thing as a base before you put on your foundation. So I've been putting it on before my Yep. say I also use their foundation it's phenomenal I love it and I just highly recommend I don't really have much else to say other than like it's just great it's a great product it do you feel like it's more luminous luminous kill me luminous luminous yeah or do you feel like it's more coverage luminous okay I, I don't think there's really any coverage in it at all okay okay because yeah. there's some people like who have like very clear skin that like sometimes use stuff like that as just their foundation and I'm like I have clear skin, but I just have really rosy cheeks. So like I either way, I have to wear foundation to cover that up, but it's great. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week is actually kind of similar to yours in a way. Okay. I, so since like literally seventh grade, I've used the same bronzer, which is the Hula Benefit. I knew you were going to say the Hula. Hula The little square one. Oh my God. Literally anyone who ever like started with bronzer before like bronzer was like the thing that everyone used. They used that. I knew you were going to That was like the go through, whether the go to, whether you had like deep skin tones or like you were pasty as fuck like me like that's what you used we all used it and it came with that little brush and you yeah and so I like a year ago I was at um upstairs at Caroline's which like it's a whatever place and I actually was like sitting having drinks with this like group like kind of further down the table from me and this one guy said that he worked at Too Faced Hmm. and he was and I was like okay pick apart my makeup and like I consider myself to be pretty good at makeup yeah and I was like so pick apart my makeup and he was like first things first you don't even have to tell me what kind of bronzer you use. I know you use Hula because it's too red for you. And I was no like, way. what? And he was like, he's like, yeah, way too red for you. Nine, nine out of 10 people shouldn't be using Hula. He's like, it's for deep skin tones um, that can take the red compliment or the red hues from I, the bronzer. And I since can't then, take a red hue. Same. And so I'm like, oh damn. He's like, so you're just like doing double duty on your naturally like red undertone skin. I'm like, fuck. And so. Damn, he's savage. No, like, literally I'm like wiping tears from my eyes. I'm like, thank you for the feedback. <laughs> So did he recommend a product for you instead? He initially said that I should try the chocolate, whatever, from Too Faced. It's like a scented one. And I just like 
kept sleeping on it. And then so I went into Sephora like three months ago and I was like, I need a new bronzer. And they put me on the Kosas bronzer. Mm, I love Kosas. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and I already used their concealer, which I love. And so I was like, okay, fine, I'll give it a whirl. And what I liked about it, it's like it's almost more sheer and it has like a little bit more like highlighter in it than Hoola because Hoola is very um, matte. Mm-hmm. And so I loved how this was like a little bit more sheer and it's way more buildable. And I thought that like some of the shiny undertones would like make it look a little bit too highlightery, but I'm obsessed with it. No, it's like the perfect amount. I love, I love it. That. So where do they sell that? So I got it from Sephora. They also, I think, I think they sell it on Amazon too. Really? I think. Hmm. But it has to be a verified buyer. You know what I mean? Because sometimes yes. like some of that stuff is like a little bit sketchy. Yeah. But Sephora is always the go-to because I trust Sephora because like they make sure that nothing gets expired. And because sometimes you can't necessarily trust other sellers to look at quality control stuff Absolutely like that. Not. Um, I will share both of our products on stories. Let us know if you guys try them. If you do tag us now, let's move into the main portion of today's podcast episode. I feel like we've been talking your ears off today, but I'm chatty. I'm feeling chatty. I'm looking at our time and we're already like half hour in, but we're just going to jump on in guys. Enjoy because last week was a mini episode. So now we're doing double duty, but I wanted to, Share some advice with anybody who's going to college or maybe going through um, some transition in life. We're going to share some advice about a few different topics. We're then going to share our essentials list and then each share one story. So when it comes to going to college, I remember the biggest thing that I struggled with, and people have asked me about this too, is how to cope with academic stress. Because when you go from high school to college, there is such a, at least for me, I was so smart in high school. I got to college and was like, I am not smart. What the hell? So overwhelming. I feel that. There was such a big, like a drastic leap uh, from like the pressures of high school to college. So I was immediately stressed out by my sophomore year. I had my first panic attack and I, I managed. I got great grades, but I was stressed and we didn't have stress management and we didn't talk about mental health. Nope. So now what, what would you recommend for somebody who's going through college and they just need to figure out how to manage your stress. Well, I think that like first and foremost, like I think that you need to have a plan and stay organized. Cause I mm-hmm. think the first thing that immediately triggers me or triggered me whenever, and what would make me so, so stressed is whenever I didn't know up from down what was due and like, what was the priority? And yes. so I feel like what's so important is to stay organized. I fully agree. Having a planner where you can physically write stuff down is super helpful. As an adult now, I put everything in my calendar on my Apple, on like on my phone. But when I was in college, everything was written Mm -hmm. down. And it's nice to have a big calendar where you can plan ahead, especially if there's trips and sorority formals and other things you have to factor in. Time management, I think, is a big thing too. And that's hand in hand with organization. Mm -hmm. You have to know how to manage your time. Like otherwise, your stress will not be... You, you won't be able to manage it at all. And I'm still working on that, to be honest. Like, yeah. I, feel like I feel like you never get perfect at time management. I'm and in college, you, you'd say so? I'm great at time management. Really? Yes. Did you learn that in college? Um, I would say so. Yeah. And it's just developed more and more. But you take on more than you bite. What was it, the expression? Bite more than you can chew. You bite off more than you can there chew. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say bark up the wrong tree, but that's right. (laughs) Barking up the wrong tree. No, I feel like, but you always end up getting everything done, but you do kind of overextend sometimes, which I'm like, I know my limits. I feel like I should push myself actually more than I do because now I'm in, I know when I'm comfortable tackling, but time management is super important. Taking care of your mental health. If you are so stressed to the point to where you can't function, seek therapy colleges especially offer free therapy which I didn't even know that was a thing and now I'm like I wish I would have done it all four years yeah like my I think my college they um did 12 free sessions a year and then after that like if you already used your 12 um then you would get I think 60% off of your therapy like session price that's amazing yeah so make sure to talk to your I think like what is it like your doctor on campus um, they will definitely take care of you if you're getting to that point where you need therapy or you just want to talk to somebody. And the last thing to cope with the stress of academics, practicing self-compassion because at the end of the day, this is a brand new environment for you. You're not going to be perfect from the get-go and you have to be able to have compassion for yourself and know that like you're always learning new things. Mm-hmm. It is going to be stressful and just know that at the end of the day, you're going to be okay. 
Yeah. And I mean, like, quite frankly, I did not make good grades in college. Like, I, like, barely made it by. Really? Yeah. Like, I consider myself to be a smart person, but, like, it's just a lot of things. Like, I wasn't necessarily organized all the time. I didn't have good time management skills. And so I think that as much as you can do things incrementally when you're in college, which, again, is a big time management thing. Like, I would not read the chapters in my book until two days before the test. And then I'd pull an all-nighter. Like, that's, like, the kind of shit I would do. And so, like, any time that you can have grace with yourself, but also, like, try to save, like, tomorrow's Kiana, tomorrow's Kim mm-hmm. from a little bit of disaster yeah. and a little bit of, like, a menti B yeah. um, by doing that much more the day before. Yes. Like, how can you save yourself from stress. pulling an all-nighter, yeah. from stress, from a panic attack, whatever it is? Yeah. Like, take just that little extra step and, like, it will pay off mm-hmm. in dividends if you're doing that every single day for weeks. Agreed. Yeah. Even now as an adult, I'll, like, I mean, my apartment's in, in shambles right now. But because of the move. But even if I, like, clean my apartment, and this can be applied to you if you're not in college, but when I make sure my whole place is clean before I go to bed, I wake up and I'm like, oh, thank God. It's already clean. I don't have to do the dishes. I don't have to like do laundry. Like everything's already done. Yep. Whether that's every night or on Sundays, you prep for the week. Just little things like that are going to set you up for success. I love that. Like I always think about tomorrow's Kim. Like what is yes. she going to want to deal with? And that's like what they I actually was reading the skim um, yesterday, I think it was. And it said like setting yourself up for success when you get back from a trip, even mm-hmm. like cleaning your apartment before you leave, make sure you have clean sheets. It's like, I always how can do you, that. yeah. Like how can you do that every day for and yourself? I, my sister and I do this. I don't know if you do this when we know we're going on a trip, we'll always buy a frozen pizza and put it in the freezer, obviously. So that way when you get back, you know, you're going to have a hot meal. That is so smart. Cause yeah. when you get home, you're like, Oh shit. Like I just one, spent so much money traveling. Yeah. I ate so shitty and now I'm about to order DoorDash mm-hmm. or go to sleep freaking starving. Cause I'm too lazy to do anything. Like yeah. that's smart. Like set yourself up for success. So it's always Love nice to shit. come home. It's like, Oh yeah, I have that pizza in the freezer. So mm. do it guys. The next thing, um, in regards to advice, engaging in campus activities. And this goes hand in hand with what you talked about with sorority. But I feel like having, a large part in any campus organization, whether that's a sorority or a sport or just a, a club that you are interested in, like the chess club or what other clubs do they have? Quidditch. Quidditch. They had Quidditch. I was in the meetings and events student association because Love. My, like, and so we did tours of like hotels and properties and things that's like fun. that. fun. And it was super fun. We had little polos. It was awesome. Ugh. I love that. I just, I love that. But getting involved in your campus, one is going to build community you're going to get to know your peers Two, you're going to feel more comfortable on campus and three, you're going to get out of your comfort zone. Yep. A little bit, which are all great things. I, so what I loved about A&M is Greek life is a big thing, but it's not everything. Mm -hmm. And so there was a big emphasis on like being in a sorority or fraternity shouldn't be your only thing. And so I like a lot of my best friends that I still hang out with and still keep up with. I didn't meet in my sorority. I met them in other organizations, which is amazing. Like I was in the pre-PA society because I was going to be a PA. Wow. Could you not see me as a PA? I could. Like I have such good, well, no, my ex-boyfriend actually said that I have the worst bedside manner because like I don't feel sympathy for people. <laughs> like if like, again, if someone comes up to me in a baby voice and like stub their toe, I'm going to be like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like no, I have other people. That's, yeah. An exception to the rule. Like, but come on, girl, grow up. Yeah, and I think that, like, engaging in campus activity is such a good way to stay connected. But also, like, there are people out there who are like me, who I did way too much in college, too, Mm -hmm. signed up for everything. And so I think that, like, on that note, though, it's okay to know your boundaries and know when it would be too much. Like, it's okay to say no. Yeah. Um, Like, you don't have to be the best member of every organization that you're in. That's okay. Like, not everyone can do everything all the time. That's a really good point. You know? Yeah. Like, Because there is a lot of especially when I was in orgs, I was like, well, I want to be the president of the sorority or president of this organization. And I want to be on the exec board, of my sorority. And I want to do this. And it's just, it's a lot. So you can't do it all. Yes. You know, um, and you still have to keep your grades up. So manage right, like your stress, job is to be a student. <laughs> yes. And then the last thing that people wanted advice on is dorm life and roommate dynamics, adjusting to living with roommates, especially your freshman year. Oh my gosh. is so challenging. I did not get along with my freshman roommate. She came from a really wealthy family. Did, did you live in a dorm? Lived in a dorm. Okay. We shared a room and, you know, she just didn't have a respect respect for my space. I was dating my boyfriend at the time and I slept at his apartment overnight. I came back the next morning 
and she was in her bed with some guy that she had brought home and her friend nope was with a guy in my bed nope and I just and I walked in with my flowers because it was our anniversary and I looked at her and I was like can you get off my bed please and this is like no confidence Kim right I'm like 18 years old I'm like uh, what what do I do so I go to the bathroom I come back all they did was roll onto the floor nope at the end of my bed and like was this one of those dorms like it's all one room do you oh know you I'm guys had that right mm-hmm. what was it called cold rooms or something modular I don't know we had we each had our own room so wait so your roommate let someone into your room yes I feel like that's worse than if you're in a dorm and it's like one big room no, we had a room and we, there was two beds in the room and that was it. And she let somebody sleep in my bed. It was awful. Um, so when it comes to roommates, the reason I share this story, I feel like having the conversation very upfront about your boundaries, your expectations of the roommate, yep. your roommate does not have to be your best friend. If they do become your best friend, that's amazing, but that doesn't happen often, truly. So just having that respect for each other and just go into it knowing that it might not be the best situation. Yeah. I mean, my freshman year, I lived in a dorm. Also, I lived in a dorm called Haas, and they called us the Haas Honeybees. That's cute. <laughs> so cute. Um, but, like, my roommate and I actually, she moved out halfway through the year, like, at the semester. I wish I would have done that. I took it kind of hard because I was like, oh, my God, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Um, but I got a new roommate. Everything was fine. And her name was Ilzette, and she fucking slayed. But, like, I think that that was the best thing because, like, my first roommate wasn't my best friend. My second roommate wasn't my best friend. I think that was like best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Cause like if you are best friends, like you one, like if one friend goes off to a new club, gets new friends, all that, like the other friend can be left, feel like they're left in the dust. Yes. Um, so a, to yeah. have a roommate where like you don't feel as if you owe that to them and you can each do your own thing. I think that's so, so helpful. It's yes. And it's how it's healthier for your relationship too. Totally. I became best friends with this girl on my floor. And I would, whenever my roommate was being crazy, I would just go to her, her dorm room to hang out. We became so close, inseparable, best friends. We moved in with each other the next semester. And I joined a sorority my sophomore year. She wanted nothing to do with me once I joined the sorority. Was she like anti-sorority or what? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. And I would like invite her. If you want to come with me, you can come with me. Um, and I would still like ask her to hang out. We literally shared a bedroom and a two bedroom apartment. Her and I shared a bedroom. We did not speak to each other the rest of the year. And we, except to say, can I turn off the light? It was so uncomfortable. What does she do now? Like, have you, do you keep up with her at all? Yeah. I looked her up on LinkedIn. What's she up to? She's in the Peace Corps. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's just like, you never know where people are going to end up. She's in the Peace Corps, but couldn't keep the peace with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> when I saw her LinkedIn. Yeah. So she's like a great person and truly like, I had no beef with her. I just joined the sorority and she didn't want to be my friend anymore. Maybe she felt left out like you were saying. But the biggest thing I think is communication with your roommates and creating a comfortable living environment because at the end of the day, if it's not a comfy living environment. It's not good for anybody. Those are all the things that we wanted to share advice on though. If you're going to school or if you're just trying to manage life right now, you're doing great. It's all going to be okay. Hopefully these tips help you guys in any way. Now I want to share our essentials list because when you are going back to school, obviously you have like the list. You need your computer, you need pens, pencils, paper, all, all those things. But Kim and Kiana, we have our own unique essentials that we think are important to set yourself up for success we'll each go one by one and we'll just spit them out real quick uh, mine is like first and foremost a routine yeah a routine like every morning get up at this time whether you have class or not like have your go-to breakfast like again help out future kiana routine i did not have any type of routine because i worked all the time if like all i did was go to school and looking back now it's like if i would have just made some type of routine for myself i feel like i would have been in a much better headspace i agree and that includes fitness so making sure you're scheduling in times to work out times to work on yourself meditate relax all those things schedule those into your planner too because those are things that we tend to push to the side but if you actually make sure to block off and schedule those into your routine you're more likely to do them and this might sound kind of gross, but like I even like would have trouble even making enough time for myself to like shower. That makes sense. Like, I mean, when you're running all over campus, 
going to all these places I mean it that happens yeah it's like having a routine towards like even if like you just shower like every other day or something like even the smallest things like that that you like make that commitment to yourself to do will be such a game changer agreed my first essential and this is not not a silly one at all but athleisure wear and when you are in college you want to be comfy but you also want to be cute you never know who you're gonna meet so Having those cute little sets, one, it's easy to figure out what you're going to wear. It's a matching outfit all in one. Two, it's comfy. You're going to be doing a lot of walking across campus and to and from your dorm room. So making sure you're comfy at all times. And also, I think you can transition easily. If you want to hang out with friends, you can always wear that outfit. It's not like you're wearing sweatpants. Like some people would straight up wear sweatpants to college campus. I wasn't one of those people athleisure wasn't in when I was in college I don't know if it was for you like some people people wore leggings and like sweatshirts but not matching sets that wasn't a thing no whenever I was there it was like leggings and like a really big oversized t-shirt yeah and like crew socks mm-hmm like, yeah yeah that's that was pretty much the same for us yeah. too but I just and then the sorority tanks with the bralettes under them kill me always kill always me. always wore that what is your number two my number two I <laughs> This is kind of funny, kind of not. So, like, if you can't take a joke, I'm kidding. No, if you can't take... Oh, my God. Stress. <laughs> I was going to say Adderall, but I'm just going to, like, make this an overall okay. <laughs> announcement. Is, like, be sure that you are taking care of yourself where you need to. Does that make sense? Like, get your medications. Right? Like, my freshman year, I was fucking miserable. Yeah. And I, I went and got my blood tested, got thyroid medication. Yeah. Like, do what you need. Take the time to get it right. Mm-hmm. Get your meds right. Get everything good and going because like college is a fucking rat race. It is. It's criminal. You're all over the place. Like the least you can do is have like your body right. Agreed. And I will say freshman year, you know, I just went through the motions. I loved it. had a great time. But sophomore year is when that anxiety really kicked in. And that's when yeah. I like had my first panic attack, like I mentioned. And so I got on medication for that. And it really completely changed my life in like the best way possible. So uh, I agree. Whether whether it's whether whether it's Adderall <laughs> or Lexapro, anxiety meds, like whatever you need, when it's prescribed by your doctor, or all of the above, or all of the above, do it. My second essential is condoms, uh, unless you want to have a pregnancy if it's planned. Unplanned pregnancy <laughs> is like a very real thing in college. And if do you know anyone who got pregnant in college? Yes. Yes. And so condoms, birth control, whatever your mode of transportation. IUD. Yes. All the things. Do you say mode of transportation or lack of transportation? <laughs> yes. Uh, just make, make sure you always have that because some frat boys will be like, oh, I don't have a condom on me. Doesn't fit. Yeah. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ha- I've had this one in my wallet for a while. Uh, no. It just feels different. Yeah. It feels so much different. And I'm sure it does. But it's not worth it. So always have those on you however you can if you are inclined to hooking up. Hookup culture is very big in college. So I think it's an essential. Maybe your parents support it. Maybe they don't. But make sure you you pack that in your bag. What is your third? My third is it kind of goes along with um, organization of it all. So I had it's like was a huge thing for high school graduation where I was from was to get a shit ton of John Hart stuff. Do you know John Hart? No. It's like bags that you can like customize, like monogram your name on it and stuff. But like it doesn't have to be like monogram, monogram. Like you can put your name on it. Okay. And so I had like pencil pouches, a backpack, like all this stuff to keep myself organized all the time was a game changer. Yeah. So this kind of says like any type of organization, but most importantly for me at the time was my John Hart shit. You can't I've go wrong with it. I've never heard of that. Is that like a, a Texas thing you think? I don't know. Like I, I would say probably just because like there was like a really nice boutique in San Angelo and like a lot of the boutiques would carry this line mm. and obsessed. I'll send you pictures of my John Hart's when I get I, home. I have so much shit. I can't wait. Organization is key though for sure. My third is noise canceling headphones. Mm. So that is for when your roommates are being extra loud or when you are pulling an all-nighter in the library. I didn't have noise-canceling headphones in college. I just had normal. I don't think, were they a thing then? No, I don't think so. Like, I just had, like, the normal plug-in ones to your device. But now it's such a game-changer. Even when I go to, like, the orthodontist or something, I put them in. I can't hear the drilling. I can't hear anything. Oof. Yeah. Drilling on teeth, I can't. Yeah, it's bad. But airplanes, you can't hear anything. So you might be traveling back and forth from home. Just having those. Yep you need or earplugs are probably comfier to sleep in so having those definitely an essential what is your number four okay and all i have is four so okay cool okay, okay. so mine is a polaroid okay. 
because that's what I do now. Like whenever I host parties, whenever I have birthday parties or even at bachelorettes and stuff, what I've always done is I'd like put together like some scrap paper and like decorate the front and then like people throughout the weekend or throughout the party take Polaroids and leave a little note. That's cute. And looking back, it's like I just wish that I had memories like that, like that are actually Polaroid tangible memories that aren't just like in my phone somewhere seven folders away or whatever. Absolutely. Um, so with all the pregames that I had, all the cool parties that I went to, being able to have a Polaroid would be so cool. And like what a fun little decoration for a college house. I know. Put those all up. That's so cute. Right. I, I've always been a scrapbooker. Ooh, <laughs> Told you love. that, right? And so I do have all my college memories like scrapbook from freshman year to senior year. See, I love that. And it, I did a great job. With, I'm like so happy I did that because I don't have any of like my cell phones or anything like store. I don't have any of those pictures. Right. Except for the ones I printed. And like my thing is too, it's like when I was in college, like the amount of pictures that I took, it's like I will never sit down one day and go through all thousands of those pictures. I wish I just had a hundred Polaroids to look through. Like that's just so different for me. And so like wish I would have done that. My final two essentials, comfy shoes for walking. Mm. Well, you're again, you're going to be walking all over. So get a cute pair of shoes, invest in some nice ones. I love my Hoka's. They're so comfy. They give you a little extra height. My New Balances are also super comfy. So I will link those for you guys to shop. But however, those comfy shoes you need. Like I didn't have those. You know what's crazy to think about? I didn't have, because I, I went into college with like no money. Mm-hmm. I couldn't shop. Like again, everything that we're mentioning, if you have the financial means to do so, do it. But if not, it's you can survive without these things. Correct. Of course. In college, like I didn't have any money. Like I had one blanket on my bed. I moved it on my own. Like nothing. And so thinking back, it's like I remember I bought, I was gifted by my boyfriend's mom and dad for Christmas, a pair of rainbows, the flip-flops. Do you know what those are? No. Such a California thing then. They're called rainbows? Rainbows. Yeah. And they're little braided sandals. It's like a normal flip-flop, but then one of the straps is braided. That's the one that that the girls always got. And so I got a pair of rainbows, and I would walk all throughout campus. And a lot of us wore those rainbows, but we all walked all throughout campus wearing those. And my feet just hurt so bad because there was no support. Are you looking them up? These? Yeah, that's them. Yeah. Those are the guy ones. And the girl ones have the the braid on them. We had very different college experiences. Respectfully, these are fucking criminal. Let me see. Love. That's them. That's the pair I had. Oh, so No chance these could have been comfortable walking in. No, they weren't comfortable. And I would walk all the, all around campus. <laughs> I lived off campus. I'd walk up a big hill and they'd be flipping just flopping. Flip, I was about to say, just flip flopping away. <laughs> Damn. But that's California. We all wear flip flops on campus. Dogs are always out. The dogs, the dogs <laughs> are out. My last essential for getting through college is having a solid friend group, whether that's one person or five people in your sorority like just having a connection and somebody to rely on because these are people that are going through the same experience as you you still have your your friends back home and your family but these people are are going to be people that you're interacting with every week or every day so making sure you have a solid friend group and you can find those people by joining organizations being on campus a lot really getting yourself involved as we say at Capitalta. Friends aren't just for four years. They are for for life. life. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Uh, Yeah. Now that you guys have our essentials, I will share those on stories. We are each going to share one Reddit story and get each other's reactions. So they're both uh, college themed. Do you want to go first or should I go first? I'll go first. All right. Let's hear it. Okay. Am I the asshole for lying to my roommate's mom about him being in college? So my roommate dropped out of college like three years back and his parents still thinks he attends college. I'm not one to judge, so I don't really care about his personal life choices. Today, he asked to borrow my phone to call his mom. Turns out she's been suspecting he dropped out and they had a big argument on the phone. Hours later, she calls my phone when my roommate isn't around and I tell her that this isn't her son's number and that he just used my phone to call her. She then asks who I am to him and I lie to her and say that I am his neighbor because I knew where this was headed. As I suspected, she then proceeds to ask me if her son, my roommate, is actually attending college. And Why I tell would she ask that to the neighbor? Why like put him in that position? Okay. And it says, and I tell her that I'm really not that close to him and we're not, and we're just neighbors, nothing more. Okay. It's almost like she could tell I was lying and was like, please don't lie to me. I could be your mother. I could tell that she was almost in tears by how her voice sounded. She told me about how my roommate was expelled from the college he was in for having drugs on him. And now... She sacrificed a lot to get him to the college that he's quote unquote in now. I kind of felt sad for her and didn't want to break her heart. So I just said that he still attends college from what I've observed as his quote unquote neighbor. 
I don't think it's my place to expose the truth such as that. Now I feel guilty for lying to a sweet old woman. How old is she? I was about to say, like, what? She's like 45. Like, <laughs> fuck sweet off. old woman. <laughs> I forgot to add that we live in a different country than her, which is why she can't just drive up to the place. Also, okay. my roommate forges transcripts and other academic stuff in order to convince her, which is why he's always been able to get away with this lie for so long. I even remember a time a friend of his posed as an academic staff on the phone to his parents. This is the definition of committing to the bit. Is he the asshole? Absolutely. No, 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 not the neighbor, the roommate. No, but is the neighbor an asshole for telling the old woman, like for lying? Um, no. And let me tell you why. It wasn't his place to tell that truth. I mean, that's like putting him in such an uncomfortable position. It's hard to say, like, what do you think? I think that he's not the asshole because like, like you said, it's not his job to say yes or no. That that kid is going to be fucked when his mom actually finds out. I know. Like, and it's been three years. So his fake graduations next year. <gasps> is he going to like hire a bunch of actors and be like, we're doing a breath That ceremony. is committing to the bit. Yes. This sounds like something that would be like on a script, like a television script or something. You but know? also it seems like they're not that close if she had no idea who his roommate was. That's true. So like maybe it's not even her fucking place to know that. And maybe she isn't sending any money or anything. Like, because if if I were the per- the parent sending money to my kids in college, like even if it is in a different country, like you can FaceTime. Mm-hmm. You will want to visit at least once. They'll come home. You'll want to see pictures. Like, I feel like they're not that close. So like maybe it isn't any of the mom's business. Or maybe the son's always been introverted. I mean, clearly he has issues if he's like willing to <laughs> lie for three years. And that's my thing. It's like college. Like, I feel like we're in this place now, thankfully, where like college isn't the only thing you have to do. Just say you're not in fucking college. It's yeah. fine. Well, he's clearly using her for the money. Didn't it say that he, she's sending him money or no? I mean, if it's been three years he's lying, I assume she's sending him money for tuition. I was going to say, she's sacrificed a lot to get him into the college that he's in now. What did she do? Yeah, I'm like, could you ever did you watch give a fucking blood oath or something? <laughs> did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Forrest Gump? No, I know. I know that. I know the story though. What? What is it? Tell oh me. God. Well, Forrest Gump has special needs, and they won't let him into this the public school that his mom wants him to go to. So the mom invites the dean, school dean, over to her place, and she has sex with him. So he'll let Forrest into the school. Does it work? Yeah, but then he gets made fun of, and all these things happen. But that's like a big sacrifice that the mom made to get the son into college. So I'm like, what did this mom do? She sacrificed a lot. So true. But also on that note, men are so fucking easy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it took. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Um, would you, okay. Would you have sex for some, with someone for something big? A little oh quid pro quo? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, probably not. What did you have in mind? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Let's say that they're like, I will pay for your next house. If you have sex with me. Yeah. Then don't act like it's that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about like letting like my child into a school. Like, no. Okay. What about, um, but if you're paying for a million dollar mansion for me, yeah. What about something for Louis? Like if it was to save, it was to save Louis's life. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could think of another example that doesn't <laughs> seem too intense. Okay. 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 Your car was about to get repoed. Take the car. A- and the repo man says, have sex with me. Um, how old is he? Oh my God. <laughs> you can't like build a profile of like your perfect repo man. <laughs> Okay, let's say though he's like forty-five. He, he's a little bit of a of a butter body, mm. cute-ish face, little yeah, scruffy. Yeah. Um, does he have kids and a wife? <laughs> if he was married, no. Yeah, maybe I'll send you his file next time so you can do some <laughs> studying on him. But no, that's like I honestly, respectfully, like I don't think that I'm above much. Really? When it, <laughs> okay, that made me sound like a piece of shit. But like, back what, to the mom. Do we think she actually did anything? No. I don't think so either. It sounds like it was just money. She's yeah. She's she seems a little conniving too. Like please don't lie to me. I could be your mother. Fuck off. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't like that ener- energy. As a mom, I would feel that level of stress too. But if she really was worried, she could fly in. Maybe say, there is some other up. reason though. I'm. I don't, we don't know. Full story. But end of end of the story. I would say that the roommate is not the asshole. Wasn't his place to say anything. But the other roommate. Karma's going to bite him in the ass and it's going to happen soon. Correct. It hasn't happened in three years, but it's bound to happen the next year. It's going to happen. Okay. Are you ready for mine? You're going to be shook. Don't look at my screen. (laughs) Am I the asshole for pouring trash on the bed of my college roommates? 
You ready for this? Mm-hmm. My college roommate just overall sucks. We're in sweet style living. So I luckily have my own single room, but that doesn't stop him from being a menace. We have a shared kitchen with the dishwasher, oven, microwave. Every time he cooks, he just leaves all his dirty stuff everywhere in the kitchen, including his used plates and utensils. He refuses to clean them up and waits for me to be sick of it so that I do it all by myself. I take out our garbage, our shared garbage. Once every few days, I clean basically everything and I do all the chores. No matter how many times I ask him to do shit, he, he always says he'll do it later. And it's no secret. He never ends up doing it. It doesn't stop here, though. He wakes up at 6 a.m. every morning to do yoga in the common area while blasting his music. What music are you blasting when you're doing yoga? I was about to say, is it like vinyasa? Like- I, don't, I don't know. He says, I asked him to put in headphones. He refuses. The RAs are useless. The residential advisors. Well, I finally had enough. I asked him to take out the trash, deciding to not take it out myself and let it keep piling up until he has no choice. Well, two weeks go by and the garbage isn't cleaned. His dishes are everywhere and he's still being a jerk. I took the garbage and laid it all over his bed. He obviously wasn't too happy and told me I needed to clean it up. I smiled, told him, I'll do it later. (gasps) Damn. (laughs) I haven't spoken to him since. TLDR, roommate sucks, doesn't do shit. So I put shit on his bed. He wasn't too happy. Edit. I spoke to the RAs about the problem with him and they spoke to him privately. Nothing ever changed. I spoke to them again and they said there was nothing else they could do for me. Wow. Would you put trash on somebody's bed? Yeah. So he's not the asshole. You know what? No, I wouldn't put trash on their bed, but I would do something just as petty. Yes. I, uh, I don't know what I would do. I, I do think, yeah, putting the trash on the bed is a little crossing the line. Yeah. I would have just let, let it keep piling up and then just kept just cleaning my own one dish until there was no other choice. You would have to at least wash something. Or I would like cook something so like ferociously smelly and gross and just, and just leave like leave it. it. Ooh, like what? Tuna casserole? Cabbage. <gasps> Cabbage. Yeah. Cabbage is so criminal. And any fish, anything fishy. So true. Yeah. I, I think everyone sucks in this situation. I think the other roommate, put your headphones in. You're in a shared space. You have to be respectful. You have to do your own dishes. That was my biggest pet peeve living with people. But most for the most part, my the girls were all pretty good at it. We would all take turns and we'd all do our own dishes. There are exceptions. Let's say you're running late for class. You can come back and do the dishes after. But if it's piling up, that's just insane. And it's one thing if they like leave it for a day or something like whatever. But it seems like to where this is like almost like unlivable. Mm-hmm. It feels like he should move out. Like if there is an option, I think you should just move out. But to say, but if it's an RA situation, that means that they live in like student type housing and maybe like there isn't an option to leave. Hmm. Well, I had an RA on my floor. Did you not? As a student? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying that like sometimes if you're in student housing, like it's not very easy to like get out of like dorm situations. Right. I think they all suck. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I like personally, I'm more on the side of the cleaner roommates just because like it just pisses me off when people are so entitled. Mm-hmm. And like I just this is what always goes through my head. It's like, who do they think does this? Yeah. And if they if, probably if, used to his mom doing right, it. Right. And if their yeah. mate knows is something you do, the fact that like they're OK with that, that's what pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It's not the dirtiness of it. It's like they know that it will get done. And that's the issue. They're taking, and he's clearly taking advantage of him because he's like, I would clean it. 100%. And then he just gave up eventually. Oh, that would get under my skin. Yep. Okay, that. I had a psycho roommate in college. Um, she was awful. Mm-hmm. And she. Didn't we all? Cr- truly. She, I moved out in January because I graduated in December, but I got someone to sublet my room. And so whenever the sublet moved out, like I left my furniture there and everything. So I went back to move it out. And um, my old roommate, she thought that I was never coming back. So she put all of her furniture into my room so that like, because if you leave shit in your room, you get fined for it. And I went back on the last day to like clean up everything and all of her furniture was in my room and it was like tore up and like broken and stuff like completely vandalized in my room. And there was like poop spread on my wall and poop spread on your wall because mm-hmm, our water was shut off. And so like my what's the correlation between your water being shut off and poop getting spread I don't know if wall. she tried to like shit in my toilet and it didn't work so then she just like went rogue with it. I don't know. But like my bathroom was completely destroyed. Have you seen Daddy Daycare? No. You have seen no movies that I I've referenced. I've seen Daddy Daycare. I just don't remember. Like that's my problem. It's like even if I did see these movies, like I couldn't tell you any plot of any Disney movie Disney movie and I know really? I've seen them. Yeah. Like, I, I have like I can I memorize every movie I've seen. 
Really? Yeah. Who's in daddy daycare? Eddie Murphy. Okay. That's what I, I think I get it confused with Dr. Doolittle. Yes. Cause that's yeah. Eddie Murphy too, yeah, right? Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Oh, King. What, what do you think he's up to now? He, I, last I heard he actually owned a house in Sacramento. Yeah. Like we would drive through like the rich area and everybody'd be like, that's Eddie Murphy's house. Eddie. I don't know what he's up to now. I don't know. But um, go on. So psycho roommate. And then. I'm just saying she vandalized my room. And I just like thought about like what I would do if I were to get back at her. Yeah. And I would definitely get back at her because I'm petty. So like all I'm saying is like I think this roommate's justified. I do not want to get on your bad side ever. I'm also I'm just like also like very like scathing with my words if I need to be. You're so good. Like with your words. Thank you. I agree. Thank you so much. No, it's so funny. Um, okay, I will put both of these stories up on Instagram. Let us know what you guys think. Was this roommate the asshole? Are you team clean roommate or team dirty roommate? Or do they all suck? I think they all suck. Fair. Your team clean roommate. Let us know what you guys think. Make sure if you enjoyed today's podcast episode, rate us five stars. Spotify and Apple Podcast. Leave that written review. Thumbs up. Subscribe on YouTube and Post yourself. Don't you think they should post themselves? I'll post myself. Will you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Post yourselves. We can't be the only ones posting ourselves. No, listening how to our own podcast. If you're not your number one fan, then who else is? But like Facts. also like do it. Yeah, with please us. do it. <laughs> I do hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you're heading back to school, good luck. We're so excited for you. I miss college. Oh my God. I do too. Even after sharing all these like crazy stories, but like, yeah, I'm like, honestly, like I never slept. I didn't sleep. My would go back again. No, (laughs) I, I love it. I'm so here for it. Go to a frat party for me. Drink a hot keystone for me. Ew. Yeah. So true. Jungle juice. Stop. All the things. Mysterious frat shots. Do a keg stand for me. Oh yeah. I'm going to get emo. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting emotional now too. Okay guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we will chat more next week. Bye guys. Bye.